Hello and welcome to the Play and Ponder podcast. My name is JJ Briggs and I appreciate you being here. Um, I'm very excited. I don't know why I'm so nervous. This is just a few minutes of me flapping my mouth. I do this all the time. Um, but a couple things made me want to record this today. And first and foremost, I can't have a brand called No More Daydreams where the whole premise is to take action on like what's taking up our bandwidth, having the conversations that we need to have, you know, taking action on our desires. I can't have a brand called No More Daydreams and not start consistently releasing episodes um, and thinking of myself as a podcaster again, because truly the amount of time I spend thinking about episodes in daydream about podcasting, creating scripts in my head, it's truly astounding, like kind of alarming to be honest. So I'm like, okay, there's this constant chatter in my head of like podcast, 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 and any writing scripts. So there's this constant chatter, but then I haven't taken action on anything. And, you know, since 2020, the podcast has really been like hit or miss in terms of consistency. So I examined this lack, lack of action and compassionately looked at it, right? Like, with as non-judgmental of a view as I could take, just to kind of like get curious about it. And the two biggest things that came to mind, I'm I think in terms of what is getting in the way and contributing to this lack of action is number one, all or nothing thinking, and number two, focusing on how I feel, um, which is a good thing ultimately. So I'll, I'll get into that. So first and foremost, all or nothing thinking. Um, I see this kind of playing out and I'm sure many different ways, but kind of three, as I was thinking about it popped up, um, is one, like there's a lot of shame around like my backlog of podcast episodes. I have like at least maybe like six, maybe it's closer to 10 podcasts from well over a year ago at this point. Um, and there's a cycle of like recording and then not having the capacity or at the time, like executive functioning to edit and post. So then months go by where I'm just sitting on them. And then I'm like, oh, I'm embarrassed that these aren't out. Um, so I just kind of like keep delaying and delaying and delaying. And I'm like, well, maybe like eventually this brain will just forget about them and I won't care as much. But I have so much trouble looking past this. And like, I want them to see the light of day. I think I need to get a little bit of creative on how I do it. But it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Like I don't have to release 10 podcasts from 2021 before I release a podcast in 2023. Um, I think another place all or nothing thinking has been showing up is um, kind of in terms of like, where's like, where is that line for me? Like, what does it mean to show up authentically online and to show up authentically on social media uh, versus not showing up at all? Um, I can be very wary of like what I see on social because I know in the past I've sometimes painted this, you know, beautiful picture. Um, and it wasn't always necessarily like a full picture of the situation and keeping cards close to my chest doesn't mean that I'm being deceitful anyway. It doesn't mean that I'm like hiding anything, anything. It just means that I'm allowing myself to have boundaries and protect my inner world a bit. So I think kind of like dancing on that line, um, is interesting to do. Um, and one where it's been very easy to just be like, screw it. Like, I'm not going to show up. Like, 
I don't know what to post. I don't know what to say. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna not post versus coming here, showing up authentically. Um, and I also need to remember that posting on social media is not the only way of like presenting yourself to the world. Um, you know, I've been thinking a lot about using my email list more, YouTube videos, podcasting. Um, I just, it has not felt great to try and keep up with the rat race on social media. And I know that I don't have to, but it's just kind of a matter of like, all right, what does that look like? Um, and as I'm figuring out what that might look like or what that system is, it's easy to fall into, again, the trap of like, well, I'm not, not going to post at all. And I see sometimes also all or nothing thinking showing up. Um, I can have difficulty separating myself as like businesswoman Jay versus like coach Jay, right? Like leader Jay versus like CEO Jay. Um, I know that I'm a great coach. I know that I teach my clients incredible skills that they will utilize for the rest of their life. I know that if my clients follow my guidance and trust the process and try their best, that I can provide transformations. Um, so, you know, I might feel like a hot mess in terms of my backend systems. I might feel like a hot mess in terms of my financial systems, but it doesn't mean that I can't show up as an authority about being, um, you know, a habit change ex expert and truly teaching people how to make sustainable change in their life. And like, just because, you know, I did all of my 2022 bookkeeping in the first week of 2023, right? It doesn't mean that I can't show up as an authority um, because I do embody all the things that I help my clients with. You know, I embody um, you know, setting micro goals, being realistic, focusing on how I feel, being prepared. Like there's a lot of different ways in which I have so much value um, and can generate so much impact so, um, you know, sometimes the voice in my head is like, well, you can't really think people are going to listen to you, do you? And I'm like, well, yes, brain, actually I do, because I'm going to talk about hydration and moving your meat suit and finding more playful movement. I'm not going to like tell you where to invest your money or how to run your business. And I think that knowing where I'm having this all or nothing thinking provides opportunities to get into my subconscious and start to replace these beliefs with other ones that feel more aligned right? So, you know, for this first one, in terms of like shame around my backlog, like I could acknowledge that like, yeah, I didn't want to be sitting on these episodes for as long as I have, but I'm where I am. And again, maybe like I can turn them into a fun project, make it, maybe it can be a series. Maybe I can get, um, you know, some of these folks back on an episode and we can kind of listen to the old one and then um, jump into a new one. Who knows? I think there's opportunity there though. And especially, um, you know, in terms of showing up authentically and again, separating like Coach Jay from Businesswoman Jay, like as long as I'm speaking from the heart, as long as I'm speaking with integrity, I can start to work through this all or nothing thinking. And I think the funny part, it's like kind of ironic is I've been sitting on an all or nothing freebie video since September, um, talking about all or nothing thinking, how to identify it, you know, how we can combat it, how we can use compassionate grit to combat it. So I just think sometimes the universe is funny in that way of, you know, hey, here's this like really valuable thing that you could provide people on all or nothing thinking, but we're going to paralyze you with all or nothing thinking. So that's the first part, um, you know, 
identifying that I am experiencing all or nothing thinking, identifying the ways in which I'm experiencing it. And, you know, I'm just trying my best to set reasonable goals to work through that. Um, and just, again, shedding light on it. I also think that focusing on how I feel has been a huge part in definitely the last year, definitely since moving to Richmond um, and the amount of kind of compassionate grit that it has required. So typically with my clients, with my nutrition coaching clients, when I talk about focus on how you feel, we're going to be talking about like, how do you feel before and after a meal? Um, how do you feel going into your workout? Like, are you sore? Like, how much do you want to push it today? But for me, what focusing on how I feel has meant is procrastination. Uh, in 2022, I finally got diagnosed with ADHD. I have started Adderall. Uh, Lucy and I have moved into a new apartment, um, which makes it feel a lot easier to um, have my environment set up in a way where it's more advantageous um, to help me kind of combat some of the executive functioning issues that I have. Uh, to no one's surprise, I was diagnosed with ADHD. But, um, you know, for years, um, winging it, as I call winging it, has allowed me to tap into like the hyper productivity, you know, utilizing the stress continuum in my favor, um, you know, knowing that like, well, Parkinson's law, the work will expand to fit the amount of time you allot for it. So if I got 20 minutes to prepare for this presentation, I got 20 minutes, like for so long, it, going all the way back to college, that has been an approach that like has been advantageous and I've needed to take in order to like do things. But I do not like the feeling physiologically in my body, what it feels like to procrastinate, like the lack of appetite, the like heart racing, the sweaty palms, the feeling like I'm like under the gun. I remember, gosh, I can't remember what month this was in 2021, but I remember preparing for a presentation, typing my notes into a Canva um, template, and then Taylor, my assistant at the time, going through and making it pretty, like literally like we're like down to the wire, like 60 seconds left to go until start time. And didn't feel good for me. It def definitely didn't feel good for her. I think about that sometimes. Um, because she is certainly not that way. But again, so this might sound odd, but like by focusing on how I feel and just telling myself like, I don't want to procrastinate anymore. Of course, I still do. Of course, it's, you know, again, it's a, a neural groove that's been greased for a long time. That's going to be hard to, you know, figure out how do I hold myself accountable? Um, how do I space things out in a way that feels good? that's realistic, um, but where I can actually like kind of like start checking off some boxes. And I'm definitely making progress. Again, I see it in myself. I see it behind the scenes. Um, and it's required a lot of compassionate grit. This note I have, I, this note I have up here, I kind of scripted out some of this before I started recording, but said I've embarrassing, embarrassingly mentioned like three different masterclasses that have fallen through because I'm not prepared on the back end. So I'm still working through this, right? The, the fact that I said embarrassing, there's clearly still some shame there. But, um, you know, on one hand, I'm proud of myself, really, for being like, you know what? Like, you're just gonna have to take the L on this one because you're, I'm like, I'm just like not gonna put my like CNS through that. 
And I've talked to some people about like wanting to stop procrastinating and they're like, oh my God, like procrastination is my superpower. Like I could never stop, which is fine. Like if it works for you and you want to utilize it as a tool, um, just because I have a desire to change something doesn't mean that it's inherently better or worse than not wanting to change it. I just believe ultimately deep down, it's probably real deep down. We haven't worked our way down there yet. I believe it doesn't have to be that way. Like I see my mom who absolutely also has ADHD. Um, you know, I see her having tools and ways in which she doesn't procrastinate. Like my sister, like I see it in the flesh. I see it. I know that it can happen. So this has required so much of what I call compassionate grit. So, you know, forgiving myself when I don't follow through on what I'm saying I'm going to do, but at the same time being like, Hey, like this isn't you, like you don't want to be flaky. You don't want to be, as my mom says, an Atna, you know, you're capable of change. You've changed in so many ways. Take a look at things and just see where you can do better next time. So I'm going to wrap this up, but the main purpose of this episode was just to kind of get back out there with messy action and introduce the concepts of all or nothing thinking, of focusing on how you feel, of compassionate grit. And because I don't care if you are going to make nutrition changes, if you're getting a new job, if you want to start dating again, whatever it is, I would argue that, you know, these concepts and being aware of them um, and starting to kind of like uh, identify where in your life you might be experiencing all or nothing thinking, maybe starting to learn how to tap into your body and figure out, well, actually, how am I feeling in this situation? Ooh, I feel really uneasy. You know, what is that telling me? And kind of trusting that. I think it can truly positively impact us in so many different situations that we find ourselves in. And somehow, like every other week, there's been like 44 or 40 or whatever downloads, even though I haven't been posting new episodes. So I know that there's some folks out there listening. If you have been one of them, thank you very much. Um, you know, I'll have like one week where there's like four listens and then one week where there's like 44. And I'm like, who, like, who are these people? But um, for real, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate your time. I'm so grateful to have you here. Um, I hope everyone has a beautiful day. I'm sending all the loving kindness and compassion your way and we'll chat soon. And I'm going to post this only when I have another episode like already scheduled to give myself some time, to give myself some buffer, to avoid that feeling of procrastination in my body. But thank you so much for listening and we'll chat soon.